Hello and welcome to Talking Baseball special episode post trade deadline. Jolly Olive is here. Let's catch up. Where are we in the season? Dog days. Hello and welcome to Talking Baseball presented to you by SeatGeek. My name is Jake Stromboli. I am here with Jack. O- do people Whoa. know your real names? I don't think they do. Nah, well, let's not. We're here with Jolly Olive. BBD is here. Dalton Feely is in the room. It's an exciting week at John Boy Media. We're hosting our floorball tournament. It was electric last year. Got like 50K views. Per episode before, nice. like, our warehouse channel blew up, and now we got some, like, serious hockey influencers here. So really excited for the weekend. Uh, excited, me and, me and Jim, a little excited, excited to distract ourselves from Yankee baseball <laughs> for a weekend, although 2-0. and um, And our guy Trevor Goof, who was in town and we had a lot of fun with, uh, he's busy Joe Maurer's retirement weekend okay. in Minnesota. So he's out. Jolly's coming in out of the bullpen. I uh, I wish you guys could have heard. I was talking to Trev's delightful wife, Olivia. Very nice. And I was like, oh, who's, who's heading up this weekend? And it was just a baseball reference list. I would have loved she that. She was like, well, you know, the Dunsings are coming. I was like, Brian Dunsing. I was like, oh, my God. You can't just – I can't hear that from Trevor's wife. She calls him Brian, which is a whole different ballgame. Yeah. So, Jolly Olive, how are you? Welcome. I'm good, man. Yeah. You know, they call me the Danny Valencia to Trevor yeah, Plouffe. You know, that's a deep cut for the fans. I'm good, man. Uh, I've I've done talking baseball before. Never a recap episode. Yeah. So kind of popping my uh, my recap mm. cherry, no. if you will. Hey now. Oh. And it's a kind of a trade deadline episode a little bit. We had first performances, which is always really exciting. And uh, apparently the Yankees are are back. <laughs> They're so not. Um, it's a really important moment for Jolly. We have to figure out if he's Matt Chapman or Miguel Sano. Oh, um, that's, that's interesting. Ooh, similar body types. I was going to say you're heading towards Matt Chapman, and then you said the cherry thing. Come on. Uh, yeah, that's... You're that's talking to a champ right now. Hyper-aggressive. Um, yeah, Jolly, the talking baseball people are familiar. I think the last time they saw you was the trade deadline draft. Yeah, that was, uh, that was the Seattle ep. How'd you do? I... Uh, Nailed my second pick, and then Eduardo Rodriguez put his family first, which I have to respect, but it felt a little personal, the fact that it was going to be the only trade that was correct that we got. I need you to hate Erod. Um, I'm not. No, I do. do. I'm not that I do, guy. because I think it came out, and credit to Trev, and this is some, I don't want to say normie stuff, but it also came out that Erod was requesting things. Like, yeah. Erod was trying to get that... Get get taken care of a little bit. I don't think we got full extendy. Yeah, we didn't. I don't think we got full details, but it's it's funny. I I think we think of no trade clause in the terms of like a Zach Grinky didn't want to pitch in a big city, Mm. so he's like screw that. And Erod, you know, he dropped the East Coast, and you're like okay, like I remember Trey Turner's free agency, like sure, okay. And then it did come out like no, Erod was trying to. I I I can only imagine like Dodgers. Let's do a one year. 30 mil extent? I don't know. I guess when you have the no trade clause, you can call your shots a little bit. So I didn't really That's know. why it's there, though. You know? I, I think, really think it would have been like going bigger than the remaining whatever whatever's left on the deal. He had three years right. left or something. And it was so. like a 
I don't know. So, Dodgers fans, let's um I want to do a little post trade deadline. Mm. It'll be a slightly unorthodox. We're heading back to the regular stuff. We will be able to eliminate more series and teams. I mm. think there was a there was one bad series. Uh, what was it? It was the last Dodgers and A's, I think, right? Yeah. Well, I mean, you know, in a way, yeah. right? So, uh, but I want to do some post deadline with you, Jolly. Yeah. I want to do some big series, and then we will do standout. We will do awards, some Fuego in there, mm. and all the other good stuff. And speaking of Fuego in there, how about Hello Fresh? Mm. I had a nice talk with Lorenzo D'Amelia last night uh, from We Got Ice. Uh, becoming the floorball weekend favorites, by the way. They've Not got a book. squad. Okay. Um, he has been hello freshing and he loves it. It was like he came up and he was so happy because he is getting fresh ingredients delivered mm. to him. Mm-hmm. Bang. So you don't have to go grocery shopping. And he's cooking a meal, and Zoe's kind of a process guy. Like <laughs> Zoe's liking it. He's like, yeah, yeah you know, some. Some of the meals, you know, you have to, like, actually put it in the oven and cook it. And so I was like, yeah, you know, that that's kind of crazy. And it's like, yeah, man, that's that's how, life. That's kind of how a lot of society does it. I mean, they sent both of us care packages. We had a nice conversation about the Tex-Mex enchiladas yesterday. Okay. So I was teasing it how good it was. I made it yesterday for my own video. It was absolutely delicious. Not even a big enchilada guy. Look at that. Loved it. So, yeah, you can you can kind of scratch an achievement itch. You can kind of scratch some good eating and save yourself time from going shopping and all that. They've got a ton of different recipes. And if you go to HelloFresh.com slash Talkin50, I like that number on the end, code Talkin50 for 50% off plus free shipping. HelloFresh.com slash Talkin50 and use code Talking 50 for 50% off plus free shipping. There's a link in the description. Jolly Olive. Jolly Olive. I want to, I like to start out wide and aim small. That's, that's kind of where I live. Um, that's how you live your life, too. We are now three days removed from the deadline. Something like that, too, Tuesday, I think. Tuesday, so if you do Wednesday, Thursday. Today being Friday. Right, today nuts. would be the third. Yeah, I'm, I'm so out of it, and my next couple weeks are about to get jacked up. To, jacked up. That segment got canceled. Um. <laughs> Real quick. Uh, I guess a couple days after the deadline. Mm. Uh, and Jolly, you're going to, at the end of the day, you're going to become like a trade deadline historian. I guess so. That's because what the path now that's kind of <laughs> where we're going. Uh, I guess a couple days removed from the deadline. What's, what's the exhale from you? And I, hey man, if you want to end up in some Mets, because they, they did. They ended up being kind of the surprise seller this course, year, yeah. but a couple days removed from the trade deadline, where where are you at? You know, I'll, I'll spare the audience too much Mets talk, and I'll kind of make it a broad statement of a lot of teams picked a path, which is really cool. There were not a lot of Stan Pat teams at the end of the day. <laughs> I'm th- that's not even a slide. You guys, you hey, just nice backhand, Federer. <laughs> Keenan Middleton, let's get excited. Uh, yeah. No, but the uh, Cubs, they, they stuck to their plan. They're buying. They're, they're sticking with their guys. They got uh, Jamer Candelario. The Orioles kind of went in. They dipped their toe. They get Jack Flaherty. The Padres standing pat and, you know, adding some pieces as well. It was really cool, but it was also probably the biggest seller's market we've seen in, in maybe a decade. And the Mets, I think, took full advantage of that, knowing that mm. this probably wasn't the, sco- the squad that's going to take them to the heights that they got last mm. year. And uh, they sold off big time, man. I mean, we talked about no trade clauses before for Erod. The no trade clauses for Verlander yeah. Scherzer kind of got thrown out the window because those guys, I guess, just wanted out after hearing about what the plan was. 
But uh, a lot of teams, you know, the Marlins were buyers this year, which is really exciting as well. Kim Ang had they a sneaky did a lot. They did they a sneaky lot. did a lot. They added a couple bats. They added to their bullpen, which I thought was really cool. So it's it's just exciting because you know with this extra playoff spot, the entire landscape of MLB changes because so many more teams have that outside chance so late in the season as well. And this was a later deadline than usual too on August second. So yeah. all of it, I, I really enjoyed. It might have been a quieter deadline compared to the last two with. Soto last year and then 2021, the Cubs dismantling everything and selling off their championship core. But every trade deadline is exciting at the end of the day. And this one was no different. Yeah, I I think the when we were in it live and it still holds like the I think the lead up, it was dead for about a week leading up. Super dead. And then it went for a week and it was cool. Scherzer Verlander. I mean, those are two all time kind of inner circle starting pitchers. Like, you, you know, you could do top 10 starting pitchers all time and those guys have a pretty good argument to yeah. be in there. So the fact that they go, um, you know, that that adds something to it. And then, yeah, I think leading up to the actual deadline, like we were hoping for one more buzzer beater and, yeah. you know, something surprising. And you don't want to put it on any team because, you know, it. I I guess there's... It means somebody's giving up. There's, yes. two, there's two levels to it, right? It's, um, you know, A, Juan Soto, obviously, if, if something like that had happened again. But once they started buying, you knew they weren't selling. I mean, this year it was going to be Shohei, and it didn't happen, and we knew that early enough. Shohei, or even like if if they got if the Cardinals got an offer for an Arenado or something sure, at the yeah. buzzer, like you know there there was room for one more big one. But uh, yeah, I, I think the trade deadline as a whole was good, and I I guess when we're doing instant reactions, we're sure. live during the deadline, and and you want to you want to react the best way you can. I've already had a flip flop, and maybe I'm biased from I don't know he had eight hits in his first nine at bats. Yeah. Uh, our guy Jamer goes over to the Cubbies and I, I did this live on wake and Jake. And I was like, Oh crap. Cause I, I sat there and I said, if the Cubs have a bad week, mm. they could put themselves in a bad situation. Right. And then it'll be one of those. I think the giants did it two years ago where they didn't trade jock and they kept some guys and they like a week and a half later, they were like out of it. Yeah. Again. Last it was year. Like, oh, crap. we should have. Yeah. yeah. So, um, that for the Cubs, I I had to go back and check my mental math on it because do I necessi- do I believe in the Reds or Brewers to run away with the division? No, you you right. can't. Like I I can like both of those teams. Like the Brewers had the most Brewers deadline ever. Like all right, here's two sticks. Here's Chafin on the back end. He looks like Bernie Brewer. Perfect <laughs> Brewers <laughs> deadline. Like you know that's you. We almost could have drawn that one up. It totally, feels like yeah. the yeah. Reds in April. The Reds are kind of one of the team that Sneaky didn't do. I mean, you look at the central teams, it's Reds and Twins, two big teams that really didn't do much. And the Reds definitely got, you know, kind of their ass handed to them you know, for not doing anything. Sam Mall comes Rick- over, Sorry, so let's a little sign of respect. But respect Mall people guy. adding middle relievers. <laughs> you know, okay. yeah. Um, no, You're even, projecting. you know, the Orioles-Reds comparison that's been in my heart a little bit. Um, just like talented young offenses, good back ends. Mm. Um, you know, to add Jack Flaherty c- contrasted to not. And I know they're going to get pitchers back, and let's not instant react to the set series with the Cubs. Um, but, okay, so I don't believe in the two teams ahead of the Cubs. They got the juice for a little bit. You know, there's a business side of it that me and Trev, like, dove down to that's like, okay, you know, hey, it's Wrigley, and they just built a big DraftKings yeah. sports book outside the stadium. Okay, so if I don't believe the two teams in front of them, you got the juice. 
your pieces to trade, like, I don't know what a Stroman deal would have ended up looking like. You know, we kind of, I guess there's rumors of an Erod deal and he had the opt out. Mm. So what would Stroman's had looked like? And, um, and we still don't know what that trade would have been as far as the pieces going back. Right? Cody Bell, no, we we ne- we got none of that. Yeah. Uh, Cody, they kind of pull him off the table. And by the way, like, what was his value? Because hear- former MVP is playing like an MVP right. again, but he wasn't that for two years. There was a, a, a quote from Hoyer in the front office who, you know, they're talking about Cody Bellinger, and he says, you know, kind of smiling, and it's a very unemotional guy. He goes, you know, we know, he knows how we feel about him, which makes yeah. me think. They want hey, a long term. You know, I don't know. I know, I know our guy Ian Happ resigned there. I I know a lot of Cubs fans probably assumed it was going to be a Rizzo and Brian extension or or Baez. Yeah, man, they're or, building something. Uh, so, and if you look at run differential, they have the third best. I mean, in they, the National League, they like have the most runs scored since the All Star break. So like. I, I kind of I flip flopped myself because I was like. The Cubs have a chance to look bad in a week and a half, but that's the game. Like that's that's we're playing. Like if you're putting your chips in, you might as well. So I, I ended up flip flopping there, and at the same time, like the Angels don't have the best week. They're now sitting in fourth place, and yep. they did they added they've been adding to to try to boost Shohei. And I'm at the same time, you can't penalize them because their situation is so unique because they have. If you were playing a video game and, you know, it's like, oh, here's the new draft class. Yeah. Uh, the top player, he, you know, he looks like he's going to be a top five pitcher in the league and, you know, top five hitter in the league. You'd be like, I don't. You'd like take a picture, send video it to your buddies and be yeah. like, oh, my God, dude, the game fucking glitched or something. So they were in a bit of a unique situation. So they I had to do what they did. I mean, they yeah. have the best player in base. Like the, he ruined the question of if you were going to start your franchise right now, what player do you do it with? Yeah. Shohei Otani. So you have to build around him or else you get nothing out of it. And it is one bad week, so we're kind of being the instant reaction pod right now. In, mm. in a week, the Angels could have ripped off four out of five, and then they're back right. into things. But they had a tough loss last night. Shohei's been doing everything, but he's been dealing with you know cramping and stuff like that. His start got limited. They did what they had to do. I just don't know if it's going to get them there in the end, but at least this is how it should be. At least they're trying, yeah. you know? Do you have a... I, I guess to close it off, because we, we have done a lot of deadline stuff, and we led up to it, and we'll we'll get to... You know, the rest of our reactions will be, you know, kind of what happens. If it works, it works. If it doesn't, it doesn't. Um, might be interesting if the Mariners get hot with yeah. their soft sell. Like, you know, they're they're kind of in the mix. Uh, that one's interesting to me still. I guess, is there a team that you, you kind of, you sneaky liked what they did? Like, there's a lot of, like you mentioned the Marlins in yeah. passing. Like, they sneaky did a lot. Like, the Padres had the soft the soft ad, which I'm a I'm a sneaky big fan of because yeah. it's you know you're not really compromising anything while providing a little bit of hope. I guess of of any of the teams out there, what's one that kind of stands out that maybe maybe people aren't acknowledging? Yeah, I, I think you nailed it with the Marlins, man. Okay. I mean they they could have stood pat and kind of just rolled with things and relied on the pitching to improve, and instead coming in, went out there and made some moves. I mean, they required moves. Josh Bell comes over. They deal a pretty serious prospect in Khalil Watson in that. He was a top 10 pick a couple of years ago. Uh, but they get Josh Bell. They get Jake Berger. They, they mm. add to their pitching staff, and they ripped off. You know, they, they had a pretty rough series against the Phillies, but it would have been a four-game sweep had they not won that third game where their new guys come through. You know, right. Josh Bell gets four hits four in his hits. first game including back-to-back homers with Jazz. Like, that's a formula, you know, two yeah. big lefties mm-hmm. in the middle of your lineup. That's something Miami has not had in years. So, I mean, to add that midseason, 
probably gives them some juice. But I mean, when I look up and down the teams, I think in the mid tier, the NL had a great deadline and the AL kind of had a bad deadline. Like Boston didn't mm. really do much and they're six games over. Seattle is a season high five games over. They kind of sold and retooled a little bit, although people don't really like that word. Um, and then in the mid tier in NL, I mean, Miami ads, Arizona ads, Chicago ads, big time. So, I mean, that's kind of how I'm judging it right now. I think they're both open playing fields, but one league was a little bit more cautious than the other. It's interesting to start dividing things by league because I was doing a little bit of that on the way in today. And uh, run differential, if you're into that thing, I'm, I'm, I'm not it means as, I'm, I'm not, yeah, it means something. I'm, I'm not as locked into it. I, Win ball games. I I don't at the yeah. end of the season. If you end up with a plus one seventy five compared to a seventy five, like in a way in the postseason, it really don't matter. Like that's that's a number that gets thrown out the door quick. Like sure, sure it's a sign of you know how dominant you could be at certain times. The AL, I want to say it's ten teams positive run differential. Five are not nice, and I think the NL is six positive run differential. Look teams. at you, Jake. Well, research. You know, well, R and D on the way in. I mean, number one and number two in the NL, Braves, Dodgers. Right. Yeah. Number three and number four, Cubs, Padres. Yes, sir. And they added. So, I mean, they believe yes, in sir. something. That uh, that Padres number, I will say, as as walking over myself, someone that's not fully locked in on run differential, seeing their number today was like, oh. If you're plus 10, eh, if you're plus 75. It's tears to this you know, thing. Exactly. It, with tonight's games, the Padres could be the third best run differential team in the National League. And, and they're far out of the again, playoffs. That's probably. a, uh, if they get a little magic beans going. Yeah. Like, nobody wants to play them. They still need to get a lot of the magic beans going, but they're kind of going I a mean, little bit. I mean, this version of Snell, we saw playoff Musgrove last year. You know, you Darvish on top of all of that. Mm. Like, that's a three you don't want to face in wild card series. I'm speaking from experience. Oh, sorry. The ear game. I'm limiting Joe Musgrove's the ears. Talk, Didn't right? you change your Twitter to Joe Musgrove's ears for a while? You know I would do that. It's that's, a little that's your burn. That's, a that's my bad. That's a um, okay, First we one. we had a lot of guys making their debuts. Very nice. On their new teams. Punchman. I did like seeing Josh Bell go four for five. Was I was nice. like, that's cool. He kind of had a quiet he season. He can give you two good months. And then he Why not? off. I like that. Him and Jake Berger in the middle of the lineup. Did I think they the, did a burger yeah, promotion. Burger promotion. Yeah. <laughs> that's awesome. They got that together quick. They have to get Seth Beer next. That's good. Yes. <laughs> what? Jolly. You're not wrong. Okay. Um, let's dive into some games. Because mm. uh, the games do matter. Uh Hello, Yankees. They had an interesting week. Are you real right now? They had an interesting week. <laughs> um, let's, <laughs> before we get into the games, the games are brought to you by Roan, R-H-O-N-E. Get your swag up with Roan. They've got their commuter collection, most comfortable, breathable, flexible set of products known to man. It's pretty good. That's pretty good. I've met some men. <laughs> Roan helps you get ready for any occasion. They got pants, dress shirts, Q-zips, polos, anti-odor technology, 100% machine washable. Throw it in, put it back on, wear it again, clean it again, throw it back on. Kind of how it works, people. Head to roan.com slash baseball. Use promo code baseball to save 20% on your entire order. 20% off your entire order when you head to roan.com slash baseball. Use code baseball. There's a link in the description. Um, 
Let's do a let's do a what matters. Again, mm. people were uh I think this will sort itself more as we go. I don't think I'm gonna burn again. I'm sorry for all the burn stance. It's okay. We'll be back Monday. I'll torture Trevor with them. Um But, you know, we are a cron pod, and I'll go what Dalton has on the sheet. The first series I'd like to talk about in the National League, we're going out west, the Diamondbacks. Mm. Me and Dalton's Diamondbacks. They lose three out of four to the Giants. The Giants, they had a soft buy. A little A.J. Pollock coming to town. Why not? He'll hit some lefties, worst case. Uh, The D-backs, man. They got seawalled, and that's kind of fun, although Chafin goes out. Yeah. Um, Giants take three out of four. It ends in a one nothing game. Uh, our guy Brandon Fott drops it, but it's not enough as the Giants win one nothing. which that's, that's a real dagger as these were all close games. We got three one-run games. Yep. The Diamondbacks had the worst July in the National League, which... Uh, you know, my fandom, my two teams, Snakes and Yanks. Tough. Not the best July. So I'm excited to put that in our rear view. Uh, but they get off on the wrong foot here. And uh, it's a little bit of Giants baseball, man. I mean, Logan Webb, Late mm. Night Lamont, all, all the characters you want. Uh, and now I should have done some standings watch, but first I'll kick it kick it back to you here. I mean, I, I can give you that. Giants you are in a... Giants are feeling good. We're mm. two and a half back. We're in second place. Snakes, and everything I said about the Padres, Snakes are six and a half out of first now. And we need to get the train on track because it's right now it's off. Yeah. I mean, I, I kind of want to give love to both sides here because mm. I, I think we can say a Close lot of soft. things about the Snakes. I'm going to go hard on the because Snakes. We, got good, we need it. We got good baseball <clears throat> in the NL West. First, I'm going to Giants. I think they're having a really interesting season because they had one of the weirder off seasons. They miss Correa, they miss Judge, they kind of add smaller pieces. And I'm looking up and down this roster and all yes. the pieces they seem to add from the outside yes. kind of are disappointing. I mean, Hanniger got hurt and he hasn't performed that well. I mean, they add Michael Conforto, he's been league average. And then in the rotation, you know, Stripling and Wood, these guys mm-hmm. have not performed. Instead, it's the 2021 formula. It's the it's the guys that they've acquired elsewhere. It's the veterans off the bench. It's the bullpen that has been absolutely great for the Giants in this recent run. And it's given that 2021 vibe of, like, who are these guys and how the hell are they putting together these wins? And you look up and down this series, 4-3, to 4-3, 4-2, to 1-0. Pretty much all of them are one-run games. And that's why I want to give some love to the D-backs, too, because I think they're playing better ball already than they did last month. Last month, they were... A tougher watch if you were tuning into those games. Just a lot of poor bullpen work and Corbin Carroll quieting down really cools down the entire offense. Dalton looks like he's about to I'm punch so you across sorry, the face. I'm so sorry, Dalton, because he's looking right at he's me. He's about looks to so punch sad. you across the face. I mean, Lourdes Gurriel is turning it back on. They need that. They need to get Brandon fought a win, man. It's been nine starts. He's been yeah. pitching better as of late. He still doesn't have his first win. Um, but, man, Giants baseball, man, they'll kill you, especially if Alex Cobb is going and Logan Webb has a nice bounce back start. And late night Lamont leads the team yeah. in war. How about that as well? Uh, they're they're both really fun teams to watch. I both think they have a, a really good shot to make it into that wild card because I think the uh, the Dodgers are probably going to take over the West from and here on. There is a gentleman that does deserve a big shout out in this series, Patrick Bailey. How about it, man? Whoa. Okay. You know, and this is 
We don't say it as much as we should. We used to say it every show. You know your team better than us. Mm. And I'll be honest, you know, watching <laughs> watching full Giants games, not in my everyday routine, as much as I'd like it to be, uh, that would be tough that it's like, okay, Patrick Bailey, sure. Um, you know, catcher, he's hitting a little. You know, the kid, hearing he's good defensively. Then you see him essentially win a game. Um a guy, Perdomo, mm. uh, gets that work. Um, that was cool to see. And that, I don't know, man. Like, if, if you are if you are locked into baseball, which you're listening to Talking Baseball, and you might be interactive on Twitter or Reddit or, you know, however you consume your stuff, that was a, uh, okay, so that's something. Yeah. Like, that's, that's part of the formula. And, Jolly, you mentioned the bullpen. Um, I remember. I think one of the first one of the first things I threw out to you for a Jolly Ala video was the Giants bullpen because they were. I think they were first and second in ERA and WHIP. Yep. But they were like near the bottom in strikeouts, yep. and it was so un what you expect from bullpens. But that team that won the first thing I always point out is Buster Posey because he had an MVP ish type season, and then it's that bullpen. And hey, young catcher balling. He's not being Buster Posey. And getting out, like, lockdown outs in that bullpen. My guy, Doval, on the yeah, back end. That's him. my guy guy. Um, Giants are real, and we didn't know that coming into the season. I, I, just, I think it's nuts because this is not the catcher that was promised. The catcher that was promised was Joey Bart, and it just never Was really available clicked. for trade. Was available for trade at the deadline. Mets didn't get him, did they? Sucks we don't have a catcher, man. Oh, wait. Just kidding. Rookie of the month. Just saying. Uh, Patrick Bailey, back pick to end the game, I'm caught stealing. Needle. Stop. Uh, he's <laughs> been great. I mean, he had a, he had a slump just like, like the rest of the Giants lineup in uh, July. They were last in batting average OPS and runs per game. Mm. But when you have when you can get six innings from your bullpen out of just a, a bullpen that you've crafted from the ground up, it's special, man, and it helps with a rotation that kind of is relying on two good starts every turn from Webb and Cobb and just figuring it out the rest of the way. And I want to give a shout-out to the first baseball player that I ever interacted with. Humongous man just got his first career MLB save deep into his career. Sean Manaya wow. has been doing really good bulk work for them in the bullpen. So I want to give him some love. Giants that? are fun, man. Weird team, but a lot of fun. Let's – the next one on our sheet, I already gave some opinions on, and yeah. I'm going to give some opinions later. And I think it's funny because I'll do some parallels to the series we just talked about. Snakes win that first game. They are a game back of the Giants, and it's yeah. like, all right, you know, might as well win some games, get back into it, lose the next three in a tough spot. Cincinnati Reds win the first game, 6-5, sure. Encarnacion Strand, yes. They lose the next three to the Chicago Cubbies as they put up historic runs. Back-to-back -back games, a 20 spot and a 16 spot. Might be able to make some Chicago Bear jokes about that in they a couple know. of weeks. Uh, and then they win the last game on a Jamison Tyone day, who you might hear more about in a little bit. Um, I gave my speech about the Cubbies and a little bit on the Central. Um, Ian Happ, big series, not a big deal. A friend. Heard of him. I should, I should text him. Um, <laughs> I guess where... If you want to start in this series and you want to aim wide for the central, I'm open to all of that because I, I kind of gave my thoughts with the trade. Like, I I do think it's wide open. Yeah, I mean, I, it's been a big Cubs love pod, but, like, mm. it kind of has to be. This team 
was 10 games under 500 in the middle of July. There were seven games under 500 in the middle of uh, July. June was the other one, excuse me. And the fact that they've rebounded this way and just found a way to fire on all cylinders, especially in that lineup, it's really remarkable, man. I mean, I, I'm going to be honest. I, I was not super in on this team going into 2023. And Dansby's done his part. Cody Bellinger has gone far and above what he was yes. asked to do in terms of just kind of finding himself again. Prime peak. Say has been reliable this past month. Christopher Morell has been great. That's like one of the guys they've developed. But I want to give some love to Justin Steele, man. I yeah. mean, a lot of people kind of kind of like can't give him enough love. Sneaky dark horse on him a little bit for a while. Stroman took the spotlight for a little bit. Tyone had a good start, but Steele's been doing it all season long, and he's got the third best ERA in the majors now at two point six five, which is just remarkable to me. So this is a Cubs team that has been banging their way to wins, but to get nice quality starting pitching, especially with kind of an unreliable bullpen for them, uh, has been really really nice. And I think Steele's at the center of it. If you're asking me who gets that game one ball if they're in the wild card series, I'm giving it to Justin Steele for sure. Yeah, and I think, you know, I know this wasn't part of the equation, but Stroman just went on the IL or he, he, he got hit around a little bit and he went on the IL. So yeah. uh, the Cubs were in there. There was a couple times this year on this show where I, you know, you know, those cute Instagram dog videos where the dog turns their head in the there. Yeah. yeah, exactly. I kind of did that with the Cubs a few times because. There were times where their run differential, they'd be the only positive run differential team in the Central. Right. They had like a one-two punch in Stroman and Steele that could go, statistically could go toe-to-toe with anyone at yeah. a certain point this year. Um, and like, defensively, there's a lot of dudes on that team. Offensively, so every now and then I'd do a head tilt that it was like, Cubs? Yeah. They got hot, like at the last moment to get hot, They've put themselves in a good position. Um, I guess with all the love that's going on, I'm, I'll still say I'm, it's not like I'm bought in. Like, here here come the Cubs. Um, but the juice is going on at Wrigley right now. That's a city that's so mm-hmm. thirsty for it. Yep. Um, and I don't know. I, I guess I'm, I'm happy for them. You trade for Jamer, you get eight out of nine out of the gates. Like, that's, that's ridiculous. And I... You don't want to overreact to the Reds, but, you know, I'm sure in some Reds Reddit forums and things like that, you know, I, Chris Rose in our trade draft picked Otani to the Reds because the magic was so beautiful. And Ellie, we all gave him a little guff. Yeah. Clickbait Chris Rose. A little bit of guff. Um, but, you know, you walk away with Sam Mall, who is having a nice year. He's got some funk out of the bullpen for you from the left side, but like... I don't know. Remember when Jonathan India might be the biggest yeah. player traded and then he got banged up? I don't know. I, I'm not saying that should affect the Reds because they were going to play a lot of these young guys and that's their plan and they weren't going to compromise their future and there could be a talking baseball coming up where mm. it's like, whoa, Hunter Green's back and his innings are low and watch out. Um, I don't know. I'm, I'm happy for Cubs fans. And if, you just, if you're going on paper again... I wasn't I wasn't enthused with this Cubs team going into the sure, season. Yeah. Um, if you put them in the Brewers and Reds, just roster resource next to each other, shrug. Yeah, I don't know. I'm, can I add a little spice to that? Always. One thing I love about this NL Central is that I think the records for all three of these teams are going to be impressive by the end of the season, regardless of who makes it. Because rest of the way, ninth easiest strength of schedule, Cubs. 
7th, Cincinnati, 6th, Milwaukee. All of them have pretty favorable schedules going forward, and there's no reason why these teams can't go and make it a really, really fun race for not only a wildcard spot, but also the division. I want to see more than one central team make the playoffs. Mm. I'm I'm sick of one of them getting in in like a mid-fest and then just getting knocked out. I want to see more than one of these teams because I think they're really exciting and they have a lot of fun, exciting young players. But if you ask me right now which team I believe in the most, maybe it's because I'm riding the hot hand a little bit. But the Cubs just looked really impressive, man. And they, they absolutely dumpstered the Reds in game two and game three. They put up 36 runs in two games. But then that last game was really impressive, too, because they didn't have that crazy offensive output. And Jameson Tyone, who's finding his form again, gives them a quality start that they needed. And that's how they take three or four. That's their formula. Uh, so the Reds, they're, they're lucky to get out with that first game. They beat Stroman, but I think not adding to the rotation, even in a small degree at the deadline, right. is really going to hurt them going down the stretch. I do. Uh, while we're in the NL, I think uh, standing-wise, I will do this. The wild card currently is the San Francisco Giants mm, are in by mm. two and a half games. Top seed. How about the that? Phillies are in by a game. The Reds are currently your three seed in the wild card. The Fish are a half game out. The Snakes are a game and a half out. The Cubbies are two games out. And the only other kind of lurking team, the Padres are four out. Yeah. Mets seven and a half. I've seen them blow seven with 17 to go. So um, can happen. Just saying. I guess, and, I'll, you know, when we get to the AL, we get to the AL. Mm. The, the wild card there is, I think we're in a good spot with the wild cards right now. I know... And I, I partially agree with Jimmy because it depends how this finishes, that you don't want to – if the race for that last wild card spot becomes whoever gets 84, you're in. Mm. Yeah, I don't love that. I, I fully get that. In both leagues, we've got enough teams going for it that it feels like, you know, an 88-win season isn't nothing to, like – I think it might be you got to win 90 to get in. That That's the number you'd love to throw out yeah. there. I feel with all these teams and how much everyone has to play, that that in my head feels tough. That would be sick. Yeah. Like a 90-win team is At least joke. this year, for sure, it seems like you got to be good to get in this yeah, year. Totally. Well, so, well, we need a larger sample size before we start making like decisions about the format. <laughs> I will. You did say mid-fest before. If we said the teams fighting for the final wildcard spot in the NL were Cincinnati, Miami, and Arizona, and Chicago, we would have said, whoa. <laughs> maybe, maybe we did If you said it, maybe we weren't going to call that a mid-fest. Yeah. No, it's, it's awesome, man. It's, it's been really, really fun to watch. I th- it's made it easier for me to, as you know, as a Mets fan, kind of accept 2023, not our year, but it's made it easier to just w- pick up a random game at night and watch it because – almost all of the games on schedule have some sort of playoff implication now. And some people are purists and they don't love that, but I, ju- I just think it's better for the regular season of baseball. I'm interested to see where it lands. Yeah. And, and, you know, the, the other thing that, that's truly more important than that is how is it going to affect playoffs? Because I know last year we did a whole, um, you know, if you play in the first three games, does that give you an advantage? Like, well, you know, I... The Phillies went from it was Phillies Cardinals right yeah. and you know those were the road team Philly or Cardinals defense let them down the yeah. curse of the Phillies how crazy Helsley was that? that ninth inning Nolan Arenado Helsley in the eighth um, hey Cardinals fans <laughs> adding to your season uh, the last NL series that I think I want to talk a little ball about uh, 
uh, why don't talk about my Nationals more? You gotta talk Philly, Miami. You gotta talk Philly, Miami. And uh, I'll honestly kick it to you because yeah. you've seen a lot of these teams this year. And, you know, we can, I can give the same Philly, Miami speech that's like, Philly's so talented and you don't <laughs> want them in the playoffs. Miami, they got pitching. Is the lineup gonna figure out? Uh, Phillies take three out of four. Yeah. Hello, Phils. Um, the game's the game the Marlins win is in twelve innings, a survival match. Yeah. Uh, otherwise, these are pretty close games. These are pretty low scoring games. Um, we see another debut, Michael Lorenzen. Yeah, big eight one. innings pitch, two earned runs. He's been on a bit of a heater. Uh, and again, for Phillies, we we liked that because they didn't necessarily need a one. They they had guys in their rotation that you know the it seemed like the price lined up right for Lorenzen, mm-hmm. and you know what. Could that guy be a bullpen guy come October? Could he throw a start for you? I don't know. Um, I guess with these two teams, Jolly, what what have you seen this year? Whether it's you know watching these teams play the Mets or just people are still obviously more skeptical of the Philly or of the Marlins mm-hmm. than the Phillies. Mm-hmm. Phillies went to the World Series last year. Marlins, yeah. yeah. So what what I'll say is that on paper these matchups should be really fun because you think of one team as the pitching team and one team as the team that banks. But the funny thing about the Phillies, man, is that I feel like a lot of their success this year has been from their pitching staff because they just haven't gotten super consistent great performances from this lineup that should be like a top five lineup. And obviously, the center of that is unfortunately Trey Turner, our friend. He's just he's having yeah. a tough year. He had a tough game in game three, which is which was the one that they dropped. Um, but when you look up and down this Phillies lineup, man, you still got seven above league average hitters, and then they add Lorenzen to this rotation with. Taiwan Walker, who leads the league in wins. I don't know if wins your thing, if you put that in your cup of tea, but he leads the league in wins. That means where, was, where something. did he come from? Whoa, that's tea. That's tea. That's, you got that's that toxic. You got that's that? a foul. You that's a foul. I got a, I got a lecture before the episode. Non-shooting. I'm just but saying. That's a foul. That's tea. Uh, and Lorenzen comes in, balls out, gives them eight innings they oh. desperately need because their bullpen's been used a ton recently. They're 34-18 and 18 since June 2nd. That's the second-best record in major leagues. Like, at the end of the day... Circle that! Like, Phillies are winning a lot of close Circle games, that. but they're winning them, and that's the most important part. They haven't had 100% of Bryce Harper, but he's been giving them clutch hits when they need it, and that's just what he does. Castellanos had a great year, slumped a little bit, then came up with a huge hit. They're just They're finding ways to get it done. One guy I want to highlight, and I, it's a Dave Dombrowski quote because I thought it was really interesting. The Phillies have pulled a lot of these guys from outside with money to build this team. But one guy they developed who's been raking is Johan Rojas. And Dave Dombrowski said, oh. in any trade, he is off the table. We're not trading him. We like what we see from him. And that's pretty substantial to me. He's hitting 346 since being promoted. And he's another one of these outfielders that has come up. Is and that really shots fired at Alec Baum? Uh, no, sir. Are but we having a Bowman right now? Hey, Bowman's having a good year. Best well, hitting with runners in scoring position since Chooch. Did I see that on the that sheet? Real? I think I did. Nice stat, dog. Uh, I have crazy. a friend who named their dog Chooch. That's a good dog Carlos name. Ruiz. Good dog name, good baseball player nickname. Not a great human name. Um, okay. I would, I would eliminate it from the running. Okay. <laughs> Didn't ask for the hot takes. Sorry. Um, Josh Bell, four for five in his first game with the Marlins. That was cool. Homering with Jazz. Fun series, man. Really fun series. Circle the Phillies winning a lot of game stats. Yeah. Second feels best record since June 2nd. It's August. Yeah. That feels like a number come... If you keep up that pace, things are going to be very interesting. Jazz Chisholm's back for the Marlins. They yep. retool the middle of that lineup with Berger 
uh, and Bell. And yeah, it's a team that I think sneaky a lot of baseball fans are rooting for. Like it's, you know, it's Miami. It's mm. it used to be Jeter. Okay. Gets, and then he left, and they're good. Gets sad. That's kind of weird. It's sad on the air. Miami's really fun. I'm gonna interrupt that okay. a little bit. I mean. Burger and Bell, you can sell a shirt mm. with that for sure if they start to go and bang. Uh, Arise, still hitting 380, by the way, in case anyone's still keeping track okay. of that. Uh, but De La Cruz, they got him in a trade a couple years ago, I think, for like Yimi Garcia. He's turned into a real player for them as well. And it's it's the rotation, man. Lazardo's having a great year, Braxton Garrett. Uh. And I want to put uh, a little finger on Sandy Alcantara. Last two starts, 17 innings. One earned run. Turning the corner. If they're going to go and make this run and complete it, he's got to be Sandy, and that's kind of what it's looking like right now. Brewers, I'm sorry you played the Nats. Padres, same with the Rockies, although <sighs> Gary Sanchez. Crazy game there, too. Don't let that guy play. If the Rockies ever sign Gary Sanchez, just pencil in 40 homers. Where do you think uh, Gary's OPS would rank on the Yankees right now? To the American League. <laughs> Uh, that was toxic. I'm yeah, sorry. that's you know. That's I remember a, the time on Walker. Okay. I was looking at Gary. I was looking at Gary Sanchez's WAR the other day, and he would have been top five on the Yankees. I knew you so, were on that pitch. Already on that. I knew you knew the answer. That's why I asked. <sighs> but he can't catch, except the guy who's going to win the Cy Young this year. <laughs> um, in the American Liga, the series we're going to start off with is the Baltimore Orioles mm. and the Toronto Blue Jays. And this has some fun facts tied to it as the Orioles take three out of four. It ends with a Jay Flair debut. Could be some stuff on him later. Um, the Blue Jays win that third game, which it's always, again, the ebbs and flows of a series. Orioles win the first two. Second game's a blowout. They put up a big number, 13 spot. Jays win that third game, and it's like, okay, four games set. We could... Win two, we're good, we're back to neutral. Instead, Jay Flair drops it on him. Um, Ryan Mountcastle has a big series, who I Whoa. thought that was a guy they were going to trade. He just he had, he had a bout with vertigo, and now he's back, and he, he has a couple three-plus hit days. Okay. Um, he was, like, out of their lineup, and they didn't skip a beat, really. The other thing here that jumped out that was a Daltonian stat, eight and two. Yeah. The Orioles are eight and two against the Blue Jays this year. This isn't, this isn't Oakland, you know. This isn't cleaning up where you got to clean up. Like, I don't know. I sometimes I will admit the Yankee fandom kicks in with the Blue Jays because they had the popcorn thing, and sure, their sure. their fans on the internet sometimes can come in a little hot. You can't go eight and two against the Birds this year. All due respect. All due respect to the Orioles because they can and they have mm. and they're awesome. But the Blue Jays, for what your goals were this year, eight and two to the Orioles can't do that. I mean, it's it's even larger than that. It's eight and twenty three in their own division too. Ooh. And these are these are the games you got to win, especially with less division games on your schedule than ever before. And got to give some love to the O's because have they failed any test that has come their way this season? Because I I can't recall any big series that they've lost. They've been the best team in ball for basically a month now, and it doesn't look like they're going to slow down anytime soon. And the one substantial addition that they get at the deadline comes out there and wins a series for them in his first start. And his fastball is at 97, the fastest it's been in two years. That's the definition you guys, of you guys talking about hopping Jack into Flaherty a race and getting some juice. And I, I also want to give some love to Hyunjin Ryu. 
came back, uh, made his first start off the injured list. He had Tommy John last year, one of my favorite players, so very happy he's back and healthy. Um, but you want to talk about George Springer Oreo? comes back too. So oh, Blue I Jays, forgot about that. Yeah. You know, Bo Bichette goes out, and we'll we'll get some timeline stuff yeah. on that. But um, yeah, you know, it's think about that. If you told Blue Jays fans like Ryu and Springer come back, you know, those are two of their first big free agent splashes. Yeah, like, like they kind of started this entire thing. Yeah. If you think about it. Whoa. Um, but you want to talk about some Orioles? Some Orioles love. I mean. Last year, one of my favorite jokes with uh, Kevin, our socials guy, oh. uh, was Jordan Lyles just eating up innings yeah. for the O's. He was the innings eater. Really uh, now they have four innings Damn. eaters. They have four guys with over 110 innings pitched this year. I don't know the numbers on how many teams have that right now, but I'm not going to assume it's a large number. And at the center of that is our guy Gibby and Bradish as well. Bradish, Dalton had a great stat. He's pitched six or more innings in each of his past seven starts, eight of his past nine. And when you have this absolutely lethal one-two at the end of your bullpen, if you can get seven good innings from your starter, you should be winning every game that you get that. And that's (laughs) like, you know, you think back to that Royals bullpen, that was their formula, get five or six from your starter and then just shut things down at the end. That can work for this Orioles team that also bangs way harder than that Royals team did. It's going to be interesting to see where the innings are on a lot mm. of those guys come year-end, and hopefully Jay Flair can can take, He's gonna take some of that heat, and he will, and he did. And you might hear more about him later. Um, and, yeah, I know we've talked about him a lot, but, you know, Gunnar Henderson changed the whole complex of that lineup totally. a little bit, and they've they got options in that lineup. And they didn't, for Jack Flaherty, they didn't sacrifice anything. Yeah. They didn't sacrifice any part of this five-year window. Um, that man, they—you're uh, right. They pass every test for some because they don't have the top-end starter. We don't yeah. give them the respect they deserve. Like if they traded for Verlander, we go, "Oh my God, the Orioles! This is this a year?" <laughs> Let's cut that out a little bit because they've Jake. I got one last thing. Kind of dominating the AL East right now. Seven games between the O's and Jays played in Toronto. The Blue Jays have won one of those games. Take care of your business, Pop. At home. Tough. Speaking of taking care of your business, the Yankees hosted the Rays for three games. The Rays took two out of three. Uh, The Yankees' offense was sleeping for a lot of these games. Uh, Don't let the two runs in game two fool you. They were right at the end there. It wasn't full. Stanton pinch hit for IKF, worst pinch hitter in baseball. (laughs) Statistically. Dude's meant to play full games. It's only if you're are we, are going we by doing the stats. This now? Are we doing uh, me and Davis and Coach Boone, we've we've done this already. <laughs> um, and honestly, honestly, Jolly, I don't want to dive into the series not as a sad Yankees fan, but as a good team. One, two out of three against yeah. last place team. I mean, that can if you if you erase the name Yankees, I would skip this series, and I. In a way, we should, but I'll. I'd like. I'd like a tight minute of Ray's thoughts from you, I mean, and maybe one yeah. Yankees burn at the end. I, I won't. I won't burn the Yankees because they. It looks like they're finally they're turning back. their corner. I don't think they're back. You think they're back? Yankees are back, back. Jolly. I think off. they had a really bad deadline. Make one of those Twitter quotes, and they're kind of just relying on their guys. <laughs> Yankees are back, Jolly Olive. You could do that. Um, the Rays, though. I mean, Tyler Glasnow's. He's so big for them, man. I mean, it's it's very rare that we've seen him. on He the was field pitcher of the month, I think. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Oh. There's a formula there. But he looked basically unhittable in his start against the Yankees. I mean, he, he's just spectacular when he's right. 
and hopefully he stays right for the long term. But when you go against the Rays, and the Rays were, were giving you their one through three, they gave you Glasnow, mm. Eflin, and McClanahan. It's tough to even pick up one win there, in my opinion. And if if they find themselves as a wild card team, like if the Orioles finish this run and they win the East, I think the Rays are still in a really good spot, man. I mean, they, they have a good track record with these wild card games. They have this dynamic one, two, three when you think of them as like a bullpen oriented team. They have the starters now to really just beat anybody in that three game set. And it's it's the same formula as it's been. The guys that are no names that you've never heard of are just having career years. Yandy Diaz has a 152 OPS plus. 152. Yeah, man. That's ridiculous, man. It's just there's only so much you can say without being repetitive about the Rays, and it's just the fact that they have the best front office in baseball, and they, they find ways to get the utmost value out of all of their guys, and it showed big time in the series. That's a volley. Trade. Yeah, that I one even, that one was pretty sneaky, huh? That's a, that's a real that number one was four, pretty man. Sneaky. That's some teams number two. They uh, that's that's arguably one of the biggest trades. I mean, Manzardo was the biggest prospect yeah, traded. I mean, Savale's a good starter. Um, Great starter. If you want more talk on that, where's a cup? There's a couple of talking Yanks episodes you may want to listen to. I I have never gotten more comments. From people about our interviewing with Boone because he was disappointed. You guys interviewed Aaron Boone? Go check that That's out. That's cool. Like the manager? Um, Mariners take two out of three from the Red Sox. Uh, Mariners win the bread game. Obviously, the Sox win the Bayo game in the mm. middle, undefeated this year. Um, <laughs> this was interesting when I opened the standings this morning because I'll be honest, I've obviously been a tough place with, with our Yankees. Mm. And, you know, seeing them two and a half games out of the wild card is like, okay. You know, maybe Yankee fans do suck. Maybe we're crazy overreactionary. Like, you know, a good week or two, and the Yankees are back in the dance, and mm-hmm. then I'll believe in Cole Rodon and anything. Maybe not Rodon yet. They have the same exact record as the Seattle Mariners. Yeah. Who sold off a little bit, 57 and 52. Uh, they're two and a half games back. Trev, they're the team that he always, he's he been getting caught up on recently, and I'll give Trev some kudos. When he gets hung up on a team, I don't know. He's, he's, got, a, he's got a decent little track record of being like, they, they're different than what their record says, yeah. and they were supposed to be this year. And now I'm not going to open it up yet because Texas and Houston go out and sweep. So that's what's going on in the, the AL West right now. Seattle is six back in the West. There's a lot more daunting numbers out there than that, or what that could be in a little bit. So um, that ended up being bigger picture, and I don't, I don't know what you have on this Jake, series or if you I want to put taste some the lime in that drink. I want to okay. put a little bit, of, little bit of squeeze, some lemon in there, because okay. the Seattle Mariners have the second easiest strength of schedule left. They've got six against the A's. They've got seven against the Royals. They've got three against seven the Seven against the Royals. Seven games against the Royals. Thirteen games against the A's and the Royals. That might Woo. not matter to some people. That matters to me, man, because if you can rip off that a 9 That should matter four, to everyone. If they rip off a 9-4, and four, you're looking at a team that's 10 games over 500 deep into the season. That is And that's low, man. That's a low number, to this, be completely honest. This series was a battle of teams that I'm kind of mad at for not going harder at yes. this deadline. The Mariners, they, they did their thing. DePoto loves to trade. I think they, they shed some fat for sure, but... I think they needed a little bit, man. They think they needed a little bit of juice because they've had really inconsistent starting pitching from their younger guys like Wu and Miller, and you can't put so much on their top three there. 
but they sold Seawalt, which really, really yeah. shocked me, man. I know some people expected it, but I, I didn't see it coming. They got a good return for him, in my in my opinion, but that's that felt like a piece they kind of needed in, in big games going down the stretch. But they showed out this series. They had the best record in July at 17-9. and nine. They're closer in the West now, and uh, J-Rod is, is the big thing there because he's got a little on-base streak going now, 27 games. I shouldn't call it little. 27. He needs to go. I don't, I don't know if you've seen the, the leverage stats from him this season, but he's come up in a lot of big spots this year. He hasn't come through in a, in a ton of them, especially at home. If they can get him to return to that MVP caliber level and they have this really easy schedule going forward, and guys like Ty France can bounce back mm-hmm. and stuff like that, and they get Kelnick back, who was really good they for them, too. They moved on from Wong. And they moved on from Wong. Like. They pivoted there. Um, there's no reason why this team can't make it. And you know who's at the center of things, Jake? Your fucking guy, J.P. Crawford. Cal Rally. Um, yeah, man. Uh, Cal Rally. They were... <laughs> I. I had, I had people send me the receipts this weekend of, like, I was like, you know, I think the Mariners can give Houston an honest run for their money. They were, one of my, like, potential takes was they they could be next in the AL. Like, very much compared to the, you know, the Blue Jays were kind of supposed to be next. Or the Orioles, what kind of timeline were they on? And yeah. they're looking like it. But you know, six games back in the division, two months to play, isn't, with that schedule? Take shit. two out of three every time. You know Keep the bad news with that? If I do ever get more Yankee hope, that's just another... Actually, and this is a perfect time. I I mentioned some of the wild card standings there. Uh, Tampa is currently in, five and a half games up. Yeah. Um, Chasing the Orioles now. Houston is two games into the wild card. Okay. Makes some sense. Sure. Toronto is your last team in right now, 60 and 50. Boston, two games back. Yankees, a half game back Mm -hmm. of them. Same with the Mariners. And the Angels are 56 and 54. That's, uh, That's something. Let's be careful, Halos. Let's be careful, Halos. As I mentioned, Houston swept yeah. uh, the Guardians. That's tough with, you know, Savali out of town. And I don't know. I, I, I don't know. Gosh, Bell, Segura. Segura gets cut. Um, I don't know, guard dogs. Yeah. Sneaky hate the way you guys run your team. Rangers sweep the White Sox. That's, you know, not same as same as same in a little bit. Uh, You know, Scherzer doesn't have the best debut, doesn't. Gives him a quality start. Had a bad first inning, rounded it out. I don't think he had his best pitches in the first. That's tough. To grind back, that's that's pretty impressive. So, um, Mariners are joining the party, huh? They they just feel like a fun team to talk about. I mean, we got to talk about. John Cox is back. Framber, too. You're going to hear about him in a minute. Oh. Uh, So that's the good news for all my people in a funky town, city where the top drop, Kelsey Wingert's in town. We love that. Uh, Let's see what the interleague has for us before we start moving to some of the other fun stuff. Well, here you go. It's brought to you by Factor Bing Bong Factor Meal. Yeah, man. And it... It's a different thing. This is more on the go. Mm. This is throw it in the microwave, get yourself some good food. I had their, what was it, like a cheddar broccoli chicken mm. the other day. It works. I'll be honest. I was a little skepti, mm. and I don't like saying that word. I was a little skeptical. I was like, hey, you know, I'm, I'm getting a little older. I'm early 30s. Sure. You know, I'm about to hit that second Longoria peak. Um, but, you know, in my 30s, like, should I be doing microwave? With these, yes. Um, yeah. Factors fresh, never frozen. That's part of the difference. 
And it's two minutes. Poke some holes on the top, put it in the microwave, go pet your dog for a minute and a half, wash your hands, mm-hmm. open it back up, and then let it eat. Um, I, I lived off a week for Factor Meals, and I was skeptical I could do that. Uh, and I did. So you can head to factormeals.com slash talkin50. Use code talkin50, 50% off. Talkin50, factormeals.com slash talkin50. Click the link in the description. And if you go, get the creamy Parmesan chicken. Yeah. So very good. You're yeah. a fan. CPC. That sounds up my alley. Yeah. Oh. Uh, let's do a tight IL mm. as we're coming up against it. We got to give the ro- room to Chris Rose and you. And me again. And Tough. you again because Trev's out on a lake in Minnesota. That's fine. With a baseball reference litany of... Yeah, Dozier's out there. The grits they could fill. Like even like a courtesy invite would have been nice. But I'll get yeah. there. I'll, I'll get beat there. the after party. Angels and Braves. Mm. Big picture on the Braves doesn't change at all. Uh, if I'm being honest, Giolito has a second outing. He gets touched up a little bit in this one. Um, I don't know. I mean, it's two out of three. Braves are really good. Halos, you're just walking that tight wire act because don't drop below 500. Yeah. Don't get out of the wild card race because then it's then the LOL Halo jokes are going to come out. And I'll be honest, I, I told people at the start of the season, I'm not going to buy into this team until they prove me wrong. I've yep. hit that point yeah. with the franchise. Totally. Um, and like like Jimmy said, and it's genuine. Like, I want to root for this. I want to see Otani and Trout in playoff games. Like, are you kidding me? I want to support a team that added at the deadline. Totally. So I don't want to overreact to a Braves team that Matt Olson's going to hit 50 homers this year. Casual. Um, Ronald Acuna Jr. is going to win the MVP. Casual. Yeah. Maybe Freddie Freeman. Spencer Strider is going to break some sort of strikeout record. Casual. Um, so I guess outside of any of that. I mean, I, I've been a big schedule watch guy this entire podcast. Oh, God. Sorry if you hate that. Upcoming for your Los Angeles Angels. Four at home against the Mariners. Big series. Three at home against the Giants, who we just gave a ton of love to. Then they go on the road, three at Houston, three at Texas, mm. and then three at home against the Rays. All in a row for like 15 games. At the end of that stretch, I think we get, we're going to know exactly what we're dealing with with this Angels team, who has shown that they can pull out a big win and get a big hit, and I think they realized that they needed some reinforcements to – Really try and make this run, because if they didn't, I would have argued that they should sell fully, like fire sale. And there's a lot to like. There's a lot to not like um, with this rotation, with this lineup up and down. But these are the series that you got to try and and gut out. I know it's a tough ask to beat these Braves because they are a wagon, as many, many people say. Pretty much everyone on the roster has at least 10 home runs, and you're going up against Spencer Strider. But... You know, time's winding down for these Angels who have had to kind of load manage Shohei a little bit with how much they've been asking for him. I think, you know, I don't know what a key factor is here, man. I think they, they need to get Trout back, and they need to have Trout I could see that. have I could a see him mattering. two months because we've never seen Trout in the heat of a playoff That'd race. be fun, right? That's a storyline, man. If, if you add an MVP to your lineup out of nowhere with all the other additions between you know, uh, Mickey Moniak in the offseason, Eduardo Escobar, Moustakas, so the guys they had at the deadline. That is an X factor for me. And they, every other team that's in front of them feels like they have some form of X factor that is going to help give them some sort of advantage going down. And the Angels need it, man. I'm the hope guy. I'm a big hope guy. 
a lot of there's hope in Seattle. Yeah, there's real hope in Seattle. They're you real. might have mentioned things being in front of people. I don't know. Texas Texas Rangers have looked pretty pretty darn good this year. Darn too potent. Good. Added Max Scherzer. Added added some things. Houston Astros. Nobody's going to bet against. Only for their last six years of success. Yeah. I just where do they fit in? I don't know, man. Where do they fit in? And you, we didn't even talk about the AL East. Who is probably going to have man. at least three of these playoff spots? All positive run differential, all of that. That yeah, man. It's I, a um, tough year to buy in, but you you had to. But I'll give Mike Trout two Siggy Siggy months. Why not? Let's Why make not? a memory before they trade him to the Yankees. Four or games Philly. out. Four games um, out. Twins, St. Louis. Uh, Pablo Lopez. Pablo, congrats. My ask of the Twins is figure it out because you're going to make the playoffs by default. I'm out on the Twins. You should be, but they're going to be in the playoffs. They, they just made me not care. I cared a little bit. No, I don't care at all. I'm mad at them. Eat it, Trev. Um, Dodgers, Oakland A's. That's, uh, that Sorry. series is a couple... Like 30 years from being Ahmed Rosario good. made his debut. Hit a home run. We love that. Miggy Rojas yes. had like nine years between Dodger homers or something. That's awesome a little clip. fun fact. Awesome clip. Uh, Royals Mets. Uh, they played this week? That happened? I don't know. Royals six in a row. It's about hottest team in baseball. Drew Waters? Does that do anything for you? No. Okay. Uh and Pirates, Tigers. Uh, go, Erod, go. Win the Cy Young. Why not? Good for him. Uh, let's go on to the second half of the show, and I'm good. We, we have a little more time than I thought that we can, we can digest this a little bit. Mm-hmm. And we are going to stand out performances. Stand out performances stand out brought to you by Don Feely. Um, and the Jam Warehouse. Hell yeah. Oh, floorball when it comes out. Playoff time. <laughs> Baggage first banner. We really bank stuff. People are hoping. Um, I have a banner. Anyways, uh, <laughs> standout performance. Jolly, I will I will kick off to you. Okay. Uh, who would you like to talk about as your standout performer? A, a lot to love here. I mean, I think one of the guys I definitely want to highlight, Cody Bellinger. You know, we, we gave him some love earlier in the episode, and I've been, I've been all on the Cubs. I'm not even like a big Cubs guy. But the fact that they're they're making it abundantly clear that he is a part of their future plan right. and they kept him at the deadline and then he went out and he balled out in this Red Series. Uh, but you're not giving it to him. I'm not. Okay, great. <laughs> good, good standout. So I'm going to give it to his teammate, his new teammate, former Cub and current Cub now, Jamer Kendall. Wow, okay. Who Tasty. Eight for nine as a Cub already? Not bad. Let's talk about Not it. Not the number one player that comes to the tip of your tongue at all, but God. I mean, the Cubs added Have a smart. season, have an ad. Yeah, I mean, kudos to the Nationals because I think they did what every team in the cellar should do. Give some guys a little bit of dough, see what they can do, flip them at the deadline. Right. Build your franchise that way. And Condelario, I think, is the best case example of it from the last offseason. He came in. He was the best hitter for the Nationals Say all Candelario season. Candelario again. Condelario? Candelario? Candelario? I don't know. There's kind of, you go softer on the A in the middle than, yeah. I, than I think, but I don't mind it. Okay. Sounds cool. I'm not trying to offend anybody no. here. Eight hits in his first couple games with the Cubs. Back home after a brief cup of coffee, and I think 16. Was he? Did he get a ring for that? You're Does going that there. I'm going there. Let's see Condelario's ring. Uh, great, great ad for them. I, I just think that was like a missing piece in their lineup, and I just I love everything the Cubs are doing right now. And he's he's a, he's at the center of it. There's a lot of Cubs eligible. You put up 
20 and 16. Uh, Talkman had some days. Tom's The guy. sock man. Uh, Dan's Bay is back. Two homer day. His number's on the year now. And you know what's funny? I saw the graphic going around the internet. I'm a sneaky big Dansby defender. Yeah. Because he was supposed to not be able to play a good shortstop because he doesn't have the arm strength. Won the gold glove. Whoops. Still doing fine out there. And go look at, you know, there was a meme going around of all the big contract boys at shortstop that went out that was, look at Xander's stats. Look Correa. at Trey Turner's stats. Look at Correa's stats. Look at Javi Baez's stats. And here's Dansby, you know, the last shortstop of the big crop. Yeah. I think his number's on the year now. He's got like an 800 OPS. Are pretty nice. Jake, you want to play a game real quick? No, Charlie. You? Yeah, I will. Give me a percentile guess on Dansby Swanson outs above average. 101. 100. You're pretty close. <laughs> He's been one of the best fielders in baseball. I don't know. Not everything is a metric. Yep. Sometimes. Um, but I think that dude can still play shortstop. That's my He's hot having, take. Like, his best season. Everyone His first year. That's crazy. Snoop Doggy Dog. How many guys last few years, like first year of a new contract, new team, new, team, new, division. new division? You no built idea. in excuses. He's the exact same OPS plus. Crazy. He's, he's, he's been who they like, wanted him to be. And ball's looking like it's starting to go at Wrigley. Yeah. It's yeah. summertime might at be, Wrigley. Might, might, those might tick up. It's summertime at yeah, Wrigley. Yeah. And Hap. Whoa. I'm, so, I'm very happy he signed the extension, but God, how much we would have covered Ian Hap's free agency. Would have been, been fun. Out of control. We would have been able to talk to him, too. It would have been, been cool. Maybe that's why he did it. We kind would have, like, tortured him. Kind of screwed us over. He would have gotten texted way too much. <laughs> Join the Yankees, man. I wouldn't have said that. You like pinstriped uniforms. Oh, Uncle Steve, throw him the bag. <laughs> My standout performer. You're so T right now. That was mid t- I took a shot at the Yankees before I took a shot at the Metropolitan. That was low T. Give me your standout. Low We're low T pop. Special T. Hey, Framber Valdez, let's yeah. see. I'm going to read the stat line. Yeah. Nine innings pitch, zero hits, zero earned runs, one walk, seven Ks. That's known in the biz as a no-hitter. Uh, Chris Rose did predict it. Um, that was uh, <laughs> old man Rosie was all over that one. Uh, Just Fram- had a feeling, huh? Framber Valdez, uh, people... People in Yankee land, now one of the narratives has gone to, like, is Cole going to win his Cy Young? And it's going to be a year the Yankees stink. And Cole's got a, you know, he's got a path. Mm-hmm. He's got a pretty clean shot at it. Uh, don't sleep on Framber. That's all I'm saying. His numbers are going to end up there um, only because they end up there every year. And this guy finished fifth in the Cy Young last year. He doesn't get, Pretty simple formula. He does not give up home runs. Yeah. He led the league in that last year. Um, just a little, hey, here's a no-hitter. His second complete game shutout this year. Yeah, Those lead the American League. Um, and, yeah, man, that's uh, he – I don't want to say a bonus piece for the Astros because if you follow baseball, you obviously know that's not true. But Astros, you mentioned a lot of other guys before you get to Ole Framber, who's just one of the best, if not – the best left-handed pitcher in baseball. I mean, M. Freed. Like, this the story of it is awesome too, Clanahan. because he comes off his worst month. Sure, statistically, kind of takes himself out of that that front runner Cy Young position. The Astros add Verlander, their old ace, who yeah. was always getting the game one ball over oh Framber. Framber says, "Fuck that! Yeah. I'm going to go out there and throw a no hitter my very next start," which is <laughs> bodes well for Astros at fans, night because <laughs> they look like they're 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 cooking up something special over there once again. You like this, we, JB? Uh, 
you know, next week we update our up, update our pedals. And uh, oh yeah, Framber's the the reigning AL pedal winner. So second in AL so, starting pitching war. First, Kevin Gosman. Mm. Fun punching tickets. Kevin Gossman. Garrett Cole third. Punching tickets. There's your three. Uh, There's we'll your let three. the pedals do the voting. Mm. Um, I feel like they can't be doing that while we're recording something uh, that goes. I on disagree. YouTube. I mean, if they <laughs> if they let out some just Ed talk, Beachy, we can just. Jimmy's uh, running around now. Eh, we'll eh. we'll talk over it, especially in this next segment, my favorite segment of the show. Mm. Dirt nasties on fuego. That means I'm on fire, baby. Like Waco. Joe, I mean, this is this has been Trev's lane because I let him taste, guys. So mm. I don't know. You think you can handle in Fuego? I don't. I can handle it. Okay. Okay. Ooh, stacked Fuego. Am I ripping this whole thing? Rip it. I'm hard and, hard and fast. I'm giving some love to Ryan Mountcastle first yep. off. 11 for 13 good. in the series That's against the Jays. He's got a That's career good. 1,000 OPS against the Blue Jays. He loves facing that team. Ooh. Thank you very much, Dalt, for that one. Great for him, Blue Jays. Why Do not? a little Willie Adamas there. That's defense. Do a little, a little Willie Adamas there. too late. Dansby Swanson, we just gave him a ton of love. 5 for 15. Four home runs in the series against Cincinnati. Why not? Mm. Your guy, Ryan McMahon, yeah. future Yankee, five for 11. Two Why homers, not? Six RBIs, two walks, a 1.5-er in that series against the Padres. Juan Soto this past week. <laughs> have you heard of him? He's been pretty good. 12 for 25, three bombs, eight RBIs, a 1.4 OPS. He's leading the Padres in homers, RBIs, runs, and OPS. Four stats that I consider pretty important to a degree. Wander Franco loves Yankee Stadium. Hit an absolute bomb into second deck. He yeah. went eight for 23. Three bombs in that set with four RBIs. Hmm. And then Alec Bohm hmm. had a Bowman. I, I thought the Phillies times. didn't develop, guys. We're Charlie. moving on. Okay. We're moving on. 11 for 24. I never said that either, which is crazy <laughs> that you're just putting that quote in my mouth. That's nuts. Make a quote. Hitting 366 with RISP, runners in scoring position. Good for him. Tyler Glass now. Yes. We tasted him a little bit earlier this episode. 14 innings, two Ernie's, two wins in his past two starts. Sandy Alcantara already gave you the rundown there. 17 yeah. innings, one That's Ernie. That's good. His last two. That's it's good. good for baseball. Yeah. It's good for the Marlins, good for baseball. And how about this? Yes. I did not have this in my yes. book at all. So good on you. Enio De Los Santos, a name I am not familiar with, for the Cleveland oh, in their pen. Golly. Six and a third innings, one hit, two walks, no Ernie's, six strikeouts. Get Everyone else in Cleveland. Get your MLB the show up with Eniel De Los Whoops. Santos or beat them in the DS round I just every lost year. The entire Guardians fan. Yeah, they're out. Um, I have two major, <laughs> major notes on this. Yeah. Um, Tyler Glass now slid into my DMs last night. Okay. Not a big deal. He oh. sent me the clip of <laughs> Aaron Boone sitting Indian style. Whoa. <laughs> Chris um, and he's, he was just like, this is so fucking funny. And I was like, yeah, man, this is, that's like our it's number one. Now. That's our number one clip, clip of the year. this year. There was a world oh. where we almost didn't post that either, which yeah. is crazy. Right. We just was, didn't even know what, what that was. It was risky. Um, oh, I mean, and then. You can't be opening windows. And let me, let me chop down Joe's McFly's Yankees really quick. Uh, the biggest eyewash I've seen. I'm not the biggest eyewash guy. I kind of love eyewash. Okay. Right. Kevin Kiermeyer jumping for balls he doesn't have to. I, sure. I'm all about it. Give, give me a little bit of eyewash. The Yankees sent their top scout 
to the San Diego Padres games. Hey, you want to know the scouting report on Soto? Hall of Fame. Yeah. Lefty. Kind of feels like I could have done that for them. That's eyewash. That's eyewash. Great, great Come job, Come to the Jolly. Yanks, man. Come to the Yanks. Great job, Ryan McMahon. You uh, rings. Great job, Jolly. Uh, the IL. Holy smokes, Dalton. Ham. Straight upgrade from baloney. Yeah. Rain, rain, go away. That's what all my haters say. My back is up. Talking baseball Keep fans know it could have been a could have been a different clip he sent you in the last week. Yeah. Woof. Jess was Disapp- in Florida. Disappointed in me. Oh, that clip. That cl- it would have surprised me if he sent it because we didn't tweet it. <laughs> Placed on the IL. Mike Yastrzemski. Yeah. For those San Francisco Giants. Brendan Donovan. I didn't like that. Like, you're a Cardinals year, fan. You, 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 you want to oh. watch him play. Bo Bichette. Scary. Leading the AL in hits. Again, need to get him back quick so he can continue to do that. Mm. Griff Canning for your Halos. Ben Lively. Trev's guy. Stroh show, like we mentioned. Yeah. Shane McClanahan. Back to the IL. Second half woes. Kind of been a thing Anthony Rizzo on the IL with concussion syndromes from May 28th. Reminder, it's August. Joe Ryan for Trev's Twins. I hate hate that. that. hate that. What I do like is coming back, Jazz Chisholm would love for him to get in the mix this season. No rehab, right? That's crazy. Don't need it. Neither did Judge. Judge, same injury. Same injury. Brendan Rodgers. Sure, let's go rocks. Enjoy something. Cindergaard for Cleveland. One start back to the IL. AJ Mm. Mint, or excuse me, he's off the IL. I always... I get nervous in the IL segment. Are you back like you mentioned? Minter in that Braves bullpen. They need some help. Tommy Edmond is back. Key Brian Hayes. Uh, Corey Seager. Important. Are you you aware of the season that Corey Seager's having? And it looks like the last guy in bold on this sheet to mention (laughs) was Wade Miley. He's one dotting. For the Brewers. Um, Not sure why that got in bold. I think Dalton said, who who I think you said his career is, is over. Is that what you said to me? I did not. No, I heard rumors around the office, Dalt. Um, <clears throat> congrats to Wade Miley for being back. Nice. Let's finish it off the way to start the weekend. Awards! Jolly, I will give you the nod. That's really sweet of you. Thank you. It's my first award ever. Yeah. I'm not going to go for, any, for anything big time. I just want to highlight a guy that I think, you know, it warmed my heart. To see this guy go out there, take the ball in what I consider a big game and ball out for his new team. It's the first day of school award. Yes. You know, you're, you're leaving home. Oh, big day. For the first time. New in outfit. Seven years. You know, you've been home for that long time and you're going somewhere else. You're going north of the border for your first day as well, might I add. Mm. And Jack Flaherty had... Some juice going. Now, I know I, I've listened to, I think, one or two maybe episodes of Talking Baseball ever. I'm not huge on it for wow. you guys specifically. Um, but I've heard that you guys like Jack Flaherty. You know, yeah. you're, you're, you're fans of him. You're friends with him. Um, he's the first pitcher to go six or more innings with one run allowed or fewer in his Orioles debut since 2017. Mm. They haven't gotten that kind of electric debut in six years. And Jack Flaherty was really the only guy they added of any substantial, you know, notability. And he comes out there and he balls out against a really, really good Blue Jays lineup. Like, that's like, Max Scherzer got to ease in against 
you know, a lowly White Sox lineup. He did oh. his job. I'm sorry. I'm saying it. Whatever. It was a nice mm, first go for him. Jack Flaherty, you're throwing him into the fire. You say, hey, mm. we won two or three. We want to win this series. Keep our streak going. Be the best team in baseball. We got you to do that job. And he went out there, and his fastball had more life than it did in the past 21 starts. Interesting. That's crazy. 97 on the gun. If they can have him go like that for the rest of the season, and you combine that with your, your Dean Kramer, your, hmm. your Bradish, your Kyle Gibson, Wells. maybe they don't need a Verlander. Maybe they don't need a Scherzer. Maybe they can go without that name value ace. And Jack Flaherty could be that guy, man. He could really be that guy. I liked Flaherty at the deadline. Uh, and, yeah, there is some bias there. Trev's friends with him. We did our, a live show with him a while back. Um, and people are right. Like, you know, a normal starting pitcher, some of his starts in the past year where he had, like, six walks, you know, we'd probably deliver that message differently. Mm. Um Adrenaline is real. Yep. A fresh start is real. Uh, and, yeah, it's something to track as it goes because, you know, it could have been the juices are flowing. Like you said, Cardinals baseball is all he knew that, you know, maybe this is one off and the stuff comes Maybe, Maybe he's drinking the Kool-Aid down and Changes there. of scenery are always I'm real. Excited. Even, even going from a good culture it's like the thing. Cardinals historically have, not this Whether year. Whether you're, you know, but. changing companies and – you know, quote-unquote real life or whatever it is. Like, that stuff matters. I mean, Camden Yards was packed and out I'm, last weekend. That's going to be a nice first Imagine, start. Imagine this. Let me take you on a journey. Take me in there. Um, the Cardinals Clubhouse this year, I told us before the show we had to limit our usage of the word toxic. I haven't said it. I was, I'm proud. Cardinals locker room. Think about the baseballisms. Like, you know, one day at a time and we got to win tomorrow. They hit a point where those were out. Yeah. And it's a locker room of dudes. And Nolan Arenado, we saw his kind of, he had a weird presser where he was just talking and like yeah. clearly frustrated and not knowing what's going on. Guys that are used the to The Cardinals success. thought they were a World Series team this year. It was done by June. Yeah. The vibes in that locker room were in a bad place. Yachty's gone. Wayno was out for a chunk of it. Mm-hmm. Heard some... Heard some room, not from like Jack or me and Jack aren't that close. Sometimes we'll DM about a big sports game or sure. something. We're not yeah. on that level. Re- replied to some stories. Heard the yeah. things are, you know, and just picture it. World Series aspirations, we're out. I mean, I've lived that season for another that, team. I can The clubhouse it. vibes are weird to yeah. go to the Orioles where we're doing the sprinkler where things couldn't be better. That also matters. And Jake, at 27 years old... He's like a veteran on this team, yeah. which is insane because it's a team full of 21 to 23-year-olds who are all just balling out in basically their first or second year. He's a leader now, and he's, I think that's a fun new role for him that he's probably never had before when he was the young guy with all right. of the Cardinals vets. For Fit in. Particularly time. among the pitching staff. Exactly. Like, in or ship in. It's really cool. I'm excited for him. Phrase. Um, yeah, and I liked him. I, I had him going to me and Dalt Snakes because mm. I, I liked – he could give you two. His high end potential is high. Yeah, his low end potential is kind of low. If if he lost it for 20, a little he has, bit, he has games where he just doesn't have it. You can also butter knife his stats. That oh, yeah. since May he's been a lot better. Like I think he's been a mid three ERA guy since May. So we, you know, we know just injuries have been a part of his story last few years. Who like, knows where the body's at? I think where it's, the energy's it's just at? Just a perfect match for me. It's really a big left field. Make him hit it out there. It's an out. Austin Hayes diving play to help save that first game. What would we have said about the three out of four? Right. Would have just been a split. Yep. 
Little things matter. All right, two teams split. Game of inches. Game split. Two good teams. Um, my last and final award. Um, man, this goes to another guy I like. I'll admit there's a little bit of bias here, and I'll admit he's making me look good in a way. I'm Don't giving. I'm giving the fasted dieting award. A team we talked about a lot this episode. It's going. To Jamison Tyone, uh, a guy who's been on this program, a guy that was on the Yankees for a little bit. Um, the Yankees were playing the Cubs, and I went on Cubs radio, and they were like, hey, buddy, like, what's going on with Tyone? Because this is tough to watch. Yeah. ERA in the sixes. He gets a taste of the best medicine. The New York Yankees offense goes eight shut piece, kind of dominant, nasty. Um, and he has now gone on a heater. Yeah. Before that start, I told them, I was like, Tyone's weird because he'll go through bad stretches, and he doesn't have pitch ninja stuff. Like, his best pitch, IMO, is a four-seamer high in the zone at, mm-hmm. like, 94, but mm-hmm. it's a deceptive pitch. The, not the most gifable pitcher. No. Um, but, you know, he, throw, he throws a lot of pitches. There's a pitch mix stuff there. And he gets a little streaky, and now his last four starts, 25.1 innings pitched, to the tune of a 178 ERA. So, you know, we've talked about stealing Stroman a lot. Yeah. Hendricks joined that rotation. Tyone had been bad. Has he turned the corner and got it going? To get really hot in baseball, you kind of need everything to click. Like, yep. that's that's one of the secrets. Like, you need the rotation to give you an effort. You need the offense to go, and you need to do it on the back end. The Cubs are kind of getting it every which way right now, and that's why they're winning a lot of ball games. So, um and I'm happy for Jamison Tyler. Like him and uh, Taiwan Walker were very similar free agents mm-hmm. to me. Like that's yeah, uh, flip a coin and see what happens. Taiwan Walker has been balling out. You mentioned leading the NL in wins. Yeah. Um, Jamison Tyone had been bad, and that leaves a bad taste in everyone's mouth. The fans, it's hard to like that guy. Of course. Like, um, so I'm happy for Jamo, and he's been a big part of the Cubs turnaround. Four and zero in those starts. That helps. I'm gonna give you two stats. Two stats that really stand out to me. <laughs> Stats. The Cubs went 0-8 in his first eight starts. It's not great. That is the definition of, of net negative in your first year of this new free agent. And you mentioned he doesn't have that electric stuff, that overpowering pitching ninja stuff. These past four starts where he's been great. Four strikeouts, four strikeouts, five and four. But the thing is, Cubs defense behind him, really, really good. Dansby Swanson, arguably the best fielding shortstop in the game right now. Nico Horner at second base. Ian Happ in the outfield. That's a formula, and it could have been working all season. I'm glad that it's working now because that as a bonus piece to steal Stroman and Hendricks, that's a formidable playoff rotation. Tyone's really important to this team, and he's having an awesome month. Jolly Olive, you're having an awesome month. Thanks, man. Ball in play. Champs with two of them right now. BBD and Jolly. Everyone here's bannered up. Thank you for filling in. I know you'll be doing that in baseball today in a second. I got to start getting the body loose. Yeah. Mm, it takes first a, game. It takes a while to hey, get this thing in a gear I'm now. excited to watch you play. I missed this last year. I am too. So I'm excited to watch bit. you play. Um, sometimes I have moments. Sometimes I don't. So I'm a little scared. Uh, hey, thank you everyone again. Talking baseball. We've been, in a, we've been in the summer spin cycle for a little bit. All-star game. Deadline. I think we're getting back to a little bit of routine. I think next Friday I'm out. <laughs> but... Is your team out? Jake sucks. Jake sucks. We'll see you guys. We love you so much. Go baseball. John, you want to come in next Friday? Uh, if you'll have me. Champs.
Champs are here. One's in that box. One's here. One's in that box. One might be there soon. 